Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. An estimate from the Congressional Budget Office on insurance coverage loss under the GOP health plan comes in higher than expected. CMS has a new administrator, and President Trump forwards his nominee for the FDA. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jost. Up to 24 million people could lose health coverage by 2026 under the GOP health plan that has already cleared two committees in the House of Representatives, the CBO found this week. The estimate for the American Health Care Act was higher than expected and has many wondering if the plan to replace the Affordable Care Act will need changes before it can go further. House Speaker Paul Ryan focused on the CBO's projections about deficit reduction and said the finding that fewer people would be covered is no surprise since the bill scraps the individual mandate. Our plan is not about forcing people to buy expensive, one-size-fits-all coverage. When people have more choices, costs go down. However, opposition from healthcare groups is increasing with the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Preventive Medicine coming out against the plan. The Senate voted 55 to 43 this week to confirm healthcare consultant Seema Verma to be the new CMS administrator. Verma is best known for her work on Indiana's Medicaid program, where she developed a waiver that required premiums and included a lockout rule if clients missed payments. Vice President Mike Pence worked with Verma when he was Indiana's governor. As expected, President Trump has nominated Dr. Scott Gottlieb to be the next FDA commissioner. Dr. Gottlieb previously served as the agency's deputy commissioner for medical and scientific affairs and will face opposition from consumer groups. But two Obama appointees, former FDA commissioner Dr. Robert Califf and former CMS acting administrator Andy Slavitt, praised the choice. Dr. Gottlieb has called for streamlining regulations but has also sought to speed up approval of generics and has written about the need for fairer drug prices. He has a history of working with the American Journal of Managed Care, including this 2015 interview where he discussed how FDA regulation and diagnostic testing might limit innovation. Well, there's no question that if FDA steps in to regulate the, the laboratory-developed tests, it's going to slow down the pace of innovation, add costs to the development of those products. And this tends to be a low-margin business to begin with. These diagnostic tests don't necessarily um, sell for um, big, big sums of, uh, of money. So if you look at a lot of the diagnostic ventures, a lot of them aren't successful. Uh, it's a very hard business to get into. A lot of these laboratory services, laboratory-developed tests, it's a very consultative endeavor. It takes a lot of resources to get into that business. So it's a low-margin business in many cases to begin with, with the exception of a handful of tests. There's no question that if FDA applies regulatory oversight, it's going to increase the cost and decrease the amount of investment that goes into this space and the number of tests that come out. Um, the question is, will the public health benefits of having FDA provide oversight here outweigh that impact on innovation? And I think that that's an open question. A study in Nature Medicine shows that many more women with breast cancer might respond to PARP inhibitors than previously believed. The study found that up to 22% of those with breast cancer who have the BRCA1 and 2 deficiency may have a therapeutic sensitivity to PARP inhibitors compared with the 1 to 5% who were previously thought to be treatable. The lead author reported, Our study shows that there are many more people who have cancers that look like they have the same signatures and same weaknesses as patients with faulty BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. 
This week, AGMC heads to the 66th scientific session of the American College of Cardiology, taking place in Washington, D.C. Major results are expected in the Furrier trial, which studies long-term cardiovascular safety in the cholesterol drug Evolucumab, and the Einstein Choice trial, which compares long-term safety and efficacy of rivaroxaban and aspirin for patients with venous thromboembolism. For full coverage of ACC, visit AJMC.com. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us.